Wow. Hello. I am so excited to be bringing back my podcast. It's been probably over two years since the last episode. Um, you know, a lot happened with COVID and being a mom and balancing out, you know, business and obviously being there for my family amongst other things. So I am so excited to be back. This is such a great way for me to add more context, um, you know, to the content that I post, um, share my stories, share my opinions, share my stance in this industry, help debunk more myths and just provide more clarity, um, you know, regarding all things fitness and nutrition, weight loss, all that stuff um, in a much better way. So I thank you if you're listening right now. Um, this is the first of many to come and I'm really excited for what I'm going to be able to share with you in the future. So without further ado, I wanted to start this first episode um, kind of diving into where my stance is when it comes to weight loss. Um as a fitness and nutrition coach, I post a lot about how to lose weight, how to lose fat sustainably. Um, most of my content is geared around weight loss and fat loss. And sometimes, you know, it's it can be hard because I don't want to be seen as, you know, just a weight loss coach or for it to be misinterpreted in a way that I – I'm suggesting that everyone needs to lose weight, that, you know, you're not working towards self-love, you're not healthy, you're not fit if you are not actively trying to lose weight. Um, and I think, again, this podcast episode is a great way for me to explain this further, um, you know, kind of my beliefs on all of this, how I work with my clients. And uh, here's the thing. Um, when it comes to weight loss, I feel like in this industry, there are two hugely opposite opposing sides. There are, you know, the fitspos out there, you know, deep rooted in diet culture, like, you know, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Um, you know, you need to cut out carbs and sugar. And if like, if you're not in the gym, what are you even doing? All of this kind of stuff. And then you have the opposite end of the spectrum where they're like, oh my gosh, if you want to change your body, if you want to lose weight, that means you don't love yourself. That means that you're, you know, you're falling victim to diet culture. Like how dare you try and change your body? You should be happy with wherever you're at. And uh, I just want to say here that both sides are extreme and there's no room for nuance. There's no room for like a gray area or context or for someone to say, well, it depends you know, so I fall in the middle. So when it comes to weight loss, you can love and appreciate your body. You can be body positive and still want to change your body. There, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, my clients have full body autonomy. You know, when it comes down to their goals, I don't know them best. They know themselves best. And, you know, my job as their coach is to help navigate and help um, help with their mindset along the way. So, you know, there's a big difference between someone who wants to, you know, implement some more healthy behaviors in their life, you know, and lose a bit of weight and, and somebody who 
wants to lose 10 pounds so that they can impress, you know, some, some significant other, or, you know, they feel like they're not worthy if they don't, if they're not a certain number on the scale. And I think there's a big difference there, you know, and as a coach, I help my clients set goals like that aren't just physical. When a client onboards with me, we do set a physique-based goal. There's nothing wrong with that. I want to have more defined shoulders. You know, I've been growing my glutes over the years. Um, It's fun. I love it. But at the same time, it's also important to set, you know, mindset goals, um, knowledge-based goals. What, What would you like your future self to know more of? You know, for some clients, that's how to build a balanced meal. For some clients, that's, you know, understanding which foods have fiber in them so that, you know, they can take care of their digestive health. Um, You know, and then also, um, like, from there, there's, like, mental goals. Maybe, Maybe you want to learn to say yes to dessert or... Maybe you want to learn how to say no to dessert. No, nobody's goals are the same. So it's really hard to just lump people in the same box. You can't just say, hey, you want to lose weight. That means you you hate yourself. And it's like, well, no, like maybe the behaviors I'm doing right now in my life like aren't serving me. And, you know, by implementing healthy behaviors, um, you know, changing certain aspects of my life, you know, and, and achieving a bit of weight loss, my life is going to be better for it. Um And, you know, I feel like people got really emotional over um, saying like the word calorie deficit or or saying the the term calorie deficit, which is how you lose weight, right? Like it's, it's the law of thermodynamics. In order to lose weight, you need to consume less calories than your body um, burns in a day. And it's not really something that you need to get emotional about. I mean, it's just it's, it's a law. It's like getting emotional over the law of gravity, right? Like it's, it is what it is. And, and for us coaches who share this, I, f- I feel like there's some out there that may oversimplify it, but at the same time, you know, you have to speak to your audience so they understand, but, um, you know, in sharing that it may help people avoid quick fix fad diets, um, you know, taking like pills or waist trainers or things like that, that aren't going to yield them results. So, for me, I know that no matter what I do in the industry, people are always going to be trying to lose weight. So my position in this is to help those who want to lose weight do so in a healthy, sustainable way to equip them with knowledge to, you know, help improve their relationship with food, to help them have long lasting results and ultimately help them change their lifestyle. Because as someone who's lost over 75 pounds. I mean, the first time I lost weight, I lost over a hundred pounds. I gained a lot back during my pregnancy, um, 70 to be exact, and then lost 75 postpartum. Um, so I've undergone two massive transformations. And as someone who spent almost two decades yo-yo dieting, battling an eating disorder, um, like honestly, you name it, I struggled with my weight and my, um, my self-esteem for so long that, you know, I know now, you know, what it takes and it's not easy. Um, you know, you really do have to change your lifestyle and having a coach at your side or someone even on social media that you can trust that explains things in a, you know, realistic, actionable, like you can take action from it, like way, 
Um, you know, that that's my ultimate goal is just to be that person on social media. I'm not trying to um, tell everyone that, you know, you need to lose weight to be happy because that's not the case at all. Um, you know, confidence and happiness from weight loss doesn't come from a number on the scale. It comes because you are practicing self-integrity. You're setting goals for yourself and following them through. There's nothing that feels better than that. You think of like a friend that that comes through for you that like, you know, shows up and is like, hey, I said I'd do this for you and here I am. And, you know, having people support you. Imagine how that feels when you're doing that for yourself. It's incredible. When you start to become your own best friend and put your needs first, um, you know, it does wonders for your confidence and for your happiness um, and your self-esteem. Um, I know that firsthand because I was, uh, I neglected myself for so, so long. And, uh, you know, the weight loss, yeah, it was, it was great for me because I was incredibly uncomfortable when I was overweight. Um, just because my lifestyle, you know, the way I ate my sleeping patterns, I was binge drinking at that time, you know, everything that went along with it. Um, it didn't, you know, it just, it wasn't serving me and I felt terrible. So, um, so yeah, I think, you get a lot of people who like, let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum. The people who, you know, are like, you have to be happy at, you know, whatever size you're at, like you shouldn't want to lose weight. That means you don't love yourself. You know, I find like there's a lot of, um, obese people or, you know, overweight people who, who may want to lose weight and feel like they're going to get a lot of kickback for doing that from that body positivity, body positive community. Um, and I really hate that because I think it's so important to love and respect yourself, no matter where you are, you don't have to love everything about your body, but you can still know that your body is good, that you are worthy, that you are good, that your body does wonderful things for you and still want to change it. You know, we can't deny the fact that there are a lot of health and risk factors, um, associated with obesity. Um, you know, but at the same time, I also don't think you can just look at someone and determine their health by the way they look because health is multifaceted. There are so many different aspects that make up health. Um, you know, same thing as like, you can't look at someone who's real thin and assume that they're healthy. You know, I know a lot of really thin people who are extremely unhealthy. And I know a lot of people who, you know, maybe 20, 30 pounds heavier than what they want to be that are extremely healthy. So you know, it just, there needs to be room for context. Um, you know, it can't just be so black and white. Um, and for those, you know, that are struggling to lose weight, um, you know, just understand that like you can still love yourself and want to make changes and, uh, doing so from that place can make the journey so much easier. Um, you know, I did it the first time around from a place of like hating my body, of wanting to change it, of like, you know, having photos of fitness models on my phone. That was like my inspiration and all this. And it was, it was grueling. Um, you know, and when, when you finally get there, like the first time around I lost weight, I wasn't happy. You know, I mean, I was impressed with what I was able to do, like the discipline and stuff. But, um, the second time around when I lost weight, after my pregnancy, I decided to 
get rid of all the clothing in my closet that didn't fit me. I wasn't keeping stuff for when I finally reached my goal. Like I knew I was going to be able to lose the weight because I'd done it before. Um, and obviously I teach this stuff. So I've got, you know, I've got an upper hand there, but um, I had a long way to go. I know weight loss takes a long time. Um, I knew that I was a new mom. I was tired. Um, I was recovering from a C-section. I didn't have the same time that I used to. So I knew I wouldn't be able to be in the gym all the time. Um, and I didn't have the same strength. So I decided then and there that I was going to love and accept my body where I was at and slowly work towards my weight loss goal. And, uh, at every stage that I was at, I had clothes, you know, sometimes I'd, I'd go thrifting or whatever. Sometimes I'd buy new stuff for me. I mean, Lululemon align leggings. I swear those things, it's like sisterhood of the traveling pants. I had a, I had a pair of those that fit me pre-baby when I was like nine months pregnant and then all the way through postpartum, like these things are magic. I I, I don't know what's up, what's up with these, but uh, best pants ever. Um, you know, and I dressed my body with love for every stage that it was at. You know, I didn't try and make it something that it wasn't. Um, I know I wasn't comfortable all the time. Of course, there was things I wanted to change, but at the same time, I wasn't going to let that steal my happiness at that time because it's really hard to, you know, keep going and to stay the track when you're beating yourself up because when you do like, you know, slip up when you, you know, maybe have a day where you eat too much food or a day where you skip a workout or whatever it is, if you're already being self-critical of yourself, you're probably going to be extra self-critical during that point. Right. Um, like when you do these things, which is going to make it a lot harder to keep going, you know, shaming yourself and beating yourself up versus having more compassion for yourself. Um, you know, and compassion doesn't mean every single time you miss a workout being like, oh, it's okay, you know, whatever. Like it's, it's part of like, yeah, it's okay. Maybe today was hard for you and, and you know what, you'll, you'll get back there, but also saying like, what allowed this to happen and what can we do differently next time? You know, compassion is self-compassion is, is equal parts, you know, being understanding and loving towards yourself, like you would a friend, but also holding yourself accountable, um, you know, without judgment. So so yeah, um, I say all this to say that I'm not a weight loss coach, but I am forever going to be that coach that is here to help you lose weight if that is something that you want for yourself in a healthy, sustainable way, because this industry is full of so many misconceptions, so much confusion, so much nonsense. And, uh, you know, it's it's really hard to watch. Um, I think especially because I fell for so much of this nonsense for such a long time that I just want to try and help people avoid the mistakes that I went through. Um, so yeah, I think that kind of wraps it up today. This is going to be, you know, more of a mini podcast, um, short and sweet, you know, maybe for your ride into work, um, or if you're out getting your steps, this is a perfect time to listen. Um, I really appreciate you coming in and listening. Stay tuned for more. If you want to reach out, please do so. Fit at gmail.com. I would love to hear your thoughts, um, you know, your opinions, where your stance is on this topic. And uh, yeah, 
hope to uh, do more in the future and I uh, hope you enjoy.